You're listening to Drumming for Justice with Flood the Drummer. Hello, everybody. I'm Flood the Drummer. Thanks for making time to listen to Drumming for Justice. It's Wednesday, June 27th. This is the AM News Aggregator, where I drum up the top stories you need to know to be informed and engaged. 28-year-old Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez defeated powerful Democrat Representative Joe Crawley Tuesday night in New York's 14th Congressional District in what many are calling the most shocking upset so far of the 2018 primaries. Rep. Crawley has held the seat since 1999 and has risen to become the fourth highest leadership position in the House. He was also considered a potential House Speaker if Democrats took the House back. Ocasio-Cortez and her campaign became one of the dominant voices of the left's anti-establishment movement, according to BuzzFeed News. She ran on a slate of issues now popular on the left, Medicare for All, abolishing immigration and customs enforcement, and stripping corporate money out of politics. Ocasio-Cortez is backed by the Democratic Socialists of America and by Our Revolution, the group affiliated with Bernie Sanders. The former bartender spent last weekend of the campaign in Texas protesting President Donald Trump's border policy. And speaking of Donald Trump, the Supreme Court on Tuesday upheld President Trump's travel ban. The ruling was along partisan lines. It was five to four with Chief Justice John Roberts writing for the conservative majority. The case, Trump versus Hawaii, has been central to the administration's travel policy, presenting a key test of the president's campaign promise to restrict immigration and secure America's border, CNBC reports. The travel ban affects people from Iran, Libya, North Korea, Somalia, Syria, Venezuela, and Yemen. A federal judge in San Diego ordered immigration agents on Tuesday to stop separating migrant parents and children who have crossed the border from Mexico and to work to reunite families that have been split up while in custody. U.S. District Judge Dana Sabra issued a preliminary injunction in a lawsuit filed by an anonymous woman from the Democratic Republic of Congo and backed by the American Civil Liberties Union which pursued it as a class action as U.S. authorities began a zero-tolerance policy in early May. President Donald Trump issued an executive order to end family separations last Wednesday, but the government has yet to reunite about 2,000 children with their parents. Mitt Romney is projected to win the GOP nomination in Utah Senate race, essentially clearing the way for the former presidential nominee to claim a Senate seat this fall. The Associated Press called the race for Romney at 10.24 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mr. Romney defeated Representative Mike Kennedy in Tuesday's primary in the race to replace retiring GOP Senator Orrin Hatch. Utah is a deep red state, and Mr. Romney is expected to cruise to victory in November. Facebook on Tuesday said it will stop building pilotless planes designed to beam down internet from the sky. Facebook began its Aquila Internet Drone Program in 2014 as part of its Internet.org initiative. The tech company has started other connectivity initiatives, like an industry group focused on improving telecommunications equipment and maybe planning to launch satellites to deliver internet connectivity based on a job listing that appeared earlier this year. 
Wells Fargo is once again being accused of misconduct, this time because it allegedly used complex financial investments to take advantage of mom and pop investors. The Security and Exchange Commission said on Monday that between 2009 and 2013, Wells Fargo reaped large fees by improperly encouraging brokerage clients to actively trade high-fee debt products that were intended to be held to maturity. Wells Fargo Advisors, the bank's brokerage division, agreed to pay a $4 million penalty over its handling of the products known as market-linked investments. The bank must also return $930,377 of its ill-gotten gains, plus $178,640 of interest. Wells Fargo, which neither admitted nor denied the SEC's allegations, said in a statement that it cooperated fully with the latest investigation. Peter Strzok, the FBI agent whose anti-Trump text messages have spawned months of conspiracy theories about deep state plots to take down the president, will finally tell lawmakers his side of the story today. Mr. Strzok will appear at 10 a.m. for a closed-door interview with the House Judiciary and Oversight Committees as part of a Republican-led probe into the FBI and Justice Department's conduct in 2016. And finally, Oklahomans voted in favor of legalizing medicinal marijuana Tuesday, with 58.6% approving the measure, according to unofficial results, with 99.6% of precincts reporting. State question number 788 asks voters whether to legalize the use, sale, and growth of medical marijuana in Oklahoma. The results in Oklahoma are unofficial, but Governor Mary Fallon issued a statement Tuesday night. Quote, I will respect the will of the voters in any question placed before them to determine the direction of our state, she said. It's our responsibility as state leaders to look out for the health and safety of Oklahoma citizens. That is the AM News Aggregator presented by Technical Online, a digital first publisher of original content. Follow Technical Online on social media at The Real TBO Inc. and add Technical Online to your Apple News Reader. To hear the AM News Aggregator every morning, subscribe to Drumming for Justice on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and wherever else podcasts are available. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Flood the Drummer. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, I'm Flood the Drummer, and I'm Drumming for Justice.